Welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome to the End-to-End Football Podcast, episode number 44. You're listening to me, myself, Stuart. What a lovely weekend to bring you Premier League football. Kuda, how's yourself there, big fella? Mate, all I can say is... Excellent. Absolutely excellent. (laughs) I know that feeling. I know that feeling. And another man that's feeling quite excellent as well. Sean, how's it going? Splendid, as always. <laughs> Splendid. <laughs> as as always, unfortunately, no Abbas here to tell us about the narrow victory at West Brom today. But we shall go through with the rest of the results for the weekend. So we started off with Leicester versus Crystal Palace. Palace won 3-0. Uh, Brighton versus Burnley, 0-0 board draw. Chelsea versus Southampton, 1-0 win for Chelsea. Watford versus Huddersfield. 4-1 win for Huddersfield there. Stoke versus West Ham. 3-0 win to the Amers. Man City versus Tottenham. 4-1 victory for Man City. Uh, West Brom versus Man United. Was 2-1 to Man United. And the game we just all saw now. Bournemouth versus Liverpool. Ended up in a 4-0 victory for Liverpool. And obviously you got Everton versus Swansea for Monday Night Football. So we'll go straight to the Etihad Stadium where it all kicked off. 4 1. Oof. Oh, Kuda. Why, why, don't you, why don't you start us off on this one? Because otherwise, <laughs> I've, I've, I've got my Spurs hatred glasses on, obviously. So I'd, I don't want to digress too far into things until oh boy. someone else gives their opinion on it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, all I can say is Pep is making a mockery of the league this season. <laughs> he's making an absolute mockery they're basically Celtic right now <laughs> they're taking liberties out of the whole league I mean who who anyone no one can step to them right now they're like what everyone was like oh yeah yeah Man United that's going to be the biggest challenge nothing walked brushed over them brushed aside yeah. and it was Tottenham yeah Tottenham might be able to give them trouble brushed aside they're taking absolutely every other manager club you should be embarrassed Especially Man United, who spent a lot of money as well. Embarrassed. Absolutely embarrassed. <laughs> These lot are taking liberties. Absolute liberties. I mean, it could have been more. I mean, but the funny thing is Spurs had a few opportunities, which some very poor final balls and finishing, you know, I mean, they could have made it slightly more competitive. But I'm not really interested in that. All I'm interested <laughs> in is Delhi Ali. And Harry Kane, they both should be on bands right now because they both should have been sent off. I mean, red cards. Both of them challenges are leg breakers. Yep. Disgusting. They were absolutely disgusting. Oh my days. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Nah, man. When you see the the similarities to uh, Paul Pogba's challenge as well, you know, like the Deli Ali one's much worse. Harry Kane's one's much worse. Yep. They're, they're horrible challenges horrible challenges and you know they're them challenges where the intent is irrelevant mm, mm. you know what I mean where yeah you, even if you're trying to go for the ball whatever it is the end result is you know the most important and that 
That's got to be a red. That's got to be a red. You can't Dele see. Deli Ali ones oh, on a, the Bruyne. Oh, that one oh. where you just see his whole just on play. Just I don't know how he carried on playing. Well, well, look what he done two seconds <laughs> afterwards because he just <laughs> ran half the pitch and just, you know what? Kevin De Bruyne is the, the type of guy that would rather pass the ball than score a goal. And there was about four opportunities where he could have passed it. He went, you know what? You've annoyed me so much right now. I'm just going <laughs> to smash this past the goalkeeper. And that's yep. exactly what he done. And from then as well, the Bruyne took the game just by the scruff of the neck and just said, listen, we're much better than you and we're going to win this game. And it was the Bruyne. I mean, I, w- I wasn't critical of him last time out in the podcast. I just said he was off the boil a bit. Well, certainly... The little ginger ninja definitely came to the boil in this game because he was he was magnificent. And just on the red card situation, what 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 about Otamendi on Harry yeah, Kane? Red card. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Sean's hot on the topic of high foots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially to do with City. Yeah. Rules are rules, man. <laughs> no, definitely. You got to keep that consistency. You probably should have had three red cards in this game. Yeah. But just yep. briefly back to Delhi Ali. I reckon I know why he done that challenge on on De Bruyne. It's, it's simply because De Bruyne jealousy is the player that he wishes he was. You yep. know what I mean? That is who he wishes he would be, and that's what some deluded fans think he is as well. No, you're not, mate. You know what I mean? Go go back to the drawing board and, you know what I mean? Don't try and take people's ankles off. Like, what was that? But that, that um was it Otamendi kick? On, was it on Harry Kane? Yeah. Straight whack in the face? Nah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Again, <laughs> you know, if you got to compare it to Mane, because Mane, we could say he was going for the ball, but he ended up, you know what I mean? Straight studs into the face of uh, Edison and yeah, deserve a card. This is the same scenario. Otamendi's going for the ball, but, you know, Straight into the face, so should be should be sending off. Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree that we said many a times, and especially Sean rules are rules. So that that <laughs> was definitely three red cards in this game. But um, what what about Sterling? I mean, Sterling could have added to the the scoreline as well. I know he got two in this mm. game, but he could he could have had four quite easily as well. He had the he had the uh, rebound off the penalty, which uh, Jesus hit the post with came back out to him and he scooped it over. And I think he had another chance where he just scooped it over as well. But he's another one that's come to the forefront of this Man City yeah. team. And, and do you have to give Pep uh, credit for for his sort of Certainly. revival? Or Certainly. is it just, just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, he's... He just look, he's, he's so much more clinical. He just offers you so much more than, than what he did. If you look back at him on Listen, his... Man, uh, look what, look what Pep on. done with Pedro. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know he's he's doing that he's doing that right now with Sterling do you get what I mean he's doing that right now with Sterling and for me I think Sterling has got slightly more natural talent and he could be a better player even do you know what I mean than what he's doing at the moment but you know what I know we've highlighted um, uh, De Bruyne but I also think that Gundogan when he came in you know this is where the whole rest of the league should just go home <laughs> and sit down you know what I mean? because from when they're not even playing who in my opinion is the greatest player of all time, David Silva. He's not playing. And you've got Gundogan. And did you see the first time balls he put through for De Bruyne? <laughs> oh my God. He, he, he was had a well. fantastic game. You know what I mean? That is worrying. <laughs> Absolutely worrying for the rest of the league. They can arrest key players and still be on point. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the rest of the league just give them three points. Just, yep. There's your three points. We just play, play against the rest. 
<laughs> just just give Man United Man City sorry the the rest of the season off really isn't it just, yeah that's it man that's <laughs> it. you're wasting Man City's time you're wasting Man City's time you know what I mean <laughs> that's what you're doing you, you, you wonder how or or if this this Man City team can be stopped I mean can they, they surely yeah. can't go 38 games and win them all but by the looks of things it can <laughs> <laughs> like I said he's going to take one random surprise nonsense team to beat them it's definitely it's not going to be none of these these so called big six I can't well, see any of them doing it if, if know, my mathematics are correct they've only got three more teams to beat and they have beaten everyone in the league I don't know yeah, who those three teams are that's sorry that's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's sketchy yeah it's going to be a surprise do you know what I mean it's going to be some surprise result where you know I mean they've just come from a Champions League semi-final or something rested a few <laughs> players or whatever it is and then they'll play, they'll play yeah, exactly, exactly. do you know what that's exactly what I was thinking of some nonsense team like Huddersfield but they probably gave them the up. hardest game so far Huddersfield has probably exactly. pushed, pushed them but look, the look, look, at the, <laughs> look at the results though yeah, true. and this is what I'm saying look at the results yeah? mm. the, the teams that have come closest are the silly teams <laughs> do you know what I mean any of the big teams they're fired up they're fired up and ready for them do you know what I mean it's going to take one of these silly teams for, and for them to, to to be sleeping but if he keeps them on point keeps them motivated for every game then they can definitely just wallop everyone man. <laughs> I mean <laughs> well <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah, I mean I wouldn't want it to be a Man my, my United fan right now that must be depressing oh. <laughs> that must be depressing mate. love it <laughs> but like I said again last time out is I love a bit of Man United fan anguish nothing brings me more joy except maybe Tottenham Hotspur's uh, anguish which they certainly suffered at the hearts of uh, Man City players and another team that suffered some anguish this uh, this weekend was the Foxes Leicester Kuda again once again I gave you the floor for the Man City game I've <laughs> got to give you the floor for this game first I mean, away victory first away goals woohoo my days absolutely excellent once again <laughs> I mean this this for me is our best performance better than even when we beat Chelsea this oh, wow yeah this is this is this is the best we've played especially considering away from home this is a Leicester team that had just walloped in midweek uh, Southampton, Southampton 4-1 yeah yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's not some joke team. And we've gone over there and literally, I think they had their first meaningful, meaningful shot in the 50th minute. That was Maris. And before that, they were just huffing and puffing and doing nothing, you know. And I've got to say, I have to apologize to Mr. Ray Hodgson. You know best because I told you to get rid of uh, <laughs> Benteke. <laughs> and he comes up in this game, scores a goal and assists. I mean, he still fluffed some some chances and 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 done his usual stuff, but I'll, I'll give you your ratings. You, you you carried on playing him, but let's not kid ourselves. This is all about Cristiano Zaha, <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> the absolute man. I mean, ah, it's, it's be- actually you know what? Let, let me let me let me. I'll get to that a bit later. Let's start off with the first goal, Benteke header. I was as well again extremely surprised. He done his little. Closing the ears celebration. <laughs> I quite like that celebration. That's, that's, I, I that, thought it was good. I mean, really and truly, that celebration is only valid if the fans are giving you a hard time for no reason. But there was reason, mate. So you don't have the high ground. Don't be silly. You, go, <laughs> you deserved all the abuse you got because, <laughs> I mean, it was an L. You know, I mean, it's not like the fans are being unreasonable. But <laughs> you've scored. You've been forgiven. 
unless if we get relegated by two points, then you're definitely not forgiven. We're going to buy it. So your, your redemption is still under review, mate. <laughs> but, but the second goal, once again, a little bit of a power from Mr. Benteke, barges off. I think, is it Ndidi trying to come back? Yes, Ndidi. Anyway, he got, he got flinged off, flinged off the ball, passes it to Cristiano Zaha, fancy feet straight in, absolutely beautiful. Then obviously, the sending off, absolutely hilarious. I was actually laughing <laughs> oh, when this happened. I was laughing. I mean, I love it. I love it. For you to get sent off for trying to dive, it's beautiful. And you know what? It's about time as well because Everton's gay got away with it at Sellers Park. You know, it's um it's 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 wonderful that we've seen a player now get 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 a red card off of that on and his twenty first birthday as well. On his yeah. birthday Happy as well. Birthday. You <laughs> hold that Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I hold that. And obviously, the last goal, you know, obviously, um, Leicester trying to um, push forward. And a man who I dissed yet last week for scoring an absolutely nonsensical goal where the ball just hit his knee. I mean, this was a beautiful finish. Oh, my days. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yo, is this your twin playing or something? A first time finesse shot straight underneath the bar. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I mean, that, that's all I've got to say for that. That was a perfect away performance. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you, you summed that up perfectly. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to go on about the game even more, but I, I'll, I'll try and squeeze anything else out of the game. As, as you said, I thought Ben Teke was, was brilliant. Zaha, of course, the main man. I mean, the second goal. Benteke does brilliantly, like you said, ride in the tackle. But when he gets played through Zaha, there's still plenty to do. Don't think it's just the yeah. one touch and a bang. No, no, no. There is plenty of work for Zaha to do. And he makes light work of it as well. It is no problem whatsoever. And then the finish itself was just so coolly taken. It was, it was masterful. It was masterful. And the boy looks like he's coming of age at the moment. And he's definitely pulling this, this Crystal Palace side further and further away from the, the danger area and hopefully for Palace's sake away from the relegation zone but definitely. And good I, that's, that's someone that's definitely taking responsibility for the team you know what I mean <laughs> taking responsibility. and you know we actually should have had a penalty as well in this on the, on the challenge from I think it was O'Brien oh on Benteke yes yes, yep, yes that, you that was have. definitely that, a penalty was, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not really fussed about that what was funny was the skill that Zaha done on um, uh, Mr. Morgan. I mean, he sent you back to Jamaica with that one. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Wow. You got written off, mate. You got <laughs> written off. Oh, man. It's, it's unfortunate that didn't result in a goal, but that was beautiful skill from Zaha. But yeah, that should have been a penalty. And, uh, it, but it, he didn't even try and argue it. We just got None of the Palace yeah, players did. Yeah. Weird. Very, very strange that no one even protested that, like you said. What I was going to say is, as well, I mean, what did you think of the Abora goal getting uh, ruled out? Obviously not you could have, because you would say it was, <laughs> you would say it was justified, but Sean, yourself, the, the push on Tompkins, you reckon yeah. it was justified to, to get that ruled off? Yes. Fair enough. Yeah, I, th- I think in them sort, sort of situations there, you've got to be a bit, bit cuter. You know, a little shoulder barge, but a two-hand push is always going to look like a foul. You know? <laughs> Listen, I've seen, I've seen it, I've seen it with the Liverpool, Liverpool, my Liverpool team, like little things like that. So yeah, 
Straight rule it out. But I mean, Hodgson's definitely got a Palace working in the right direction, and could have again. You you was unsure about Hodgson at the start, but looks like he's he's coming good at the moment. I'm definitely definitely sure of him right now. I'm definitely (laughs) sure of him right now. (laughs) (laughs) And if if he keeps the if he if he like I said and I've said I've said it for weeks that I've got nothing against any of the decisions he's made apart from maybe last week not. When I was still heated about Benteke's nonsense, <laughs> I like he should be out of the team. But all the decisions he's made, he's made so far, you know, that I can't, um, you can't, you can't fault them. And if you keep us in the league, you you get a proper official apology for myself at the end of the season, <laughs> <laughs> and justifiably so as well. Like you said, if they do get kept in the league, another <laughs> one that. It. Another one that would definitely get an apology from myself and many other fans would be David Moyes if he steers us away <laughs> from relegation. And he's certainly on the right track at the moment. Seven points in three games, three clean sheets. No sign of Joe Hart touching the starting lineup. Lovely. I mean, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The, <laughs> the first the I know first the feeling, goal. mate. Seeing Hennessy out the team is wonderful. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. It's so good to get it out of the way. It's so good to get it out of the way. As soon as you see the, the team sheet now, you're like, okay, <laughs> let's focus on the game. Let's focus on the game now and not some shoddy goalkeeper between the sticks. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to the positives of this game. Like I said, I mean, the first goal comes from, oh, how could I say it? How can I say it? Uh... A foul in the box. Let's, let's go with that. A foul in the <laughs> box. That's given. That's given a penalty. <laughs> oh boy. What, what do you reckon? Was that a foul, boys, or was it? A, <laughs> no, a dive, 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 bro. Bro. Oh, my Argentinian friend. <laughs> yeah, he died. Uh, I thought it was a little touch from the defender. To be fair, nah, to him. no way. <laughs> he fell on the defender. That's what he done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ne- nevertheless, Marky Noble steps up. He does not miss from twelve yards. He always bangs it in the back of the net, and this is exactly what he does. As cool as a cucumber, and then, and then we get to the uh, the pantomime bit. I mean, it is coming up to Christmas, <laughs> so Anatovich <laughs> plays his part as the pantomime villain, getting booed all the time, making the right signs for West Ham, all the cross arms, kissing the badge, but missing, missing, keeps on missing. I mean, he <laughs> he had about four opportunities in this game to to put it in the back of the net, and you just thought. Maybe it's not going to be your day. But oh yes, it was his day. Indeed, it was his day because he did grab his goal. Another little brilliant bit of play from Lanzini who, who plays a one-two with Arnautovic. And he, he, it's, a, it's another great finish. Cool as a cucumber, like I said again for Mark Noble. Arnautovic finishes it lovely. It's beautiful. But then he gets substituted and then the booze roar around the stadium. All around the stadium for an out of it, which is to be expected. But then Mark Hughes, you're a professional. You as a professional footballer, you're now a professional manager. And to act the way you did after the player comes off. I mean, he ran his socks off. He played well for his now his new team. And to call him ungrateful and a few other choice words that I can't mention on this podcast. Yeah. So I, I think that is just completely unacceptable, mate. I mean, mate, you sold him. You sold Mark him Hughes. at the end of the day. Exactly. Mark Hughes. He's absolutely having a laugh because, like you said, he sold him. He sold him. It's not like he pushed for a move. <laughs> it's not I mean, or whatever it was. You know, I mean, it was causing trouble in, in in the thing so that he could move away from the club. You sold him 
Because, you, you know what I mean, you thought there were bigger and better things out there in the market. And then now you're upset that he's scoring. Even the fans as well. I mean, the players left. You, you, I don't understand that. Why Why are they booing him? What's the actual oh, reason? Because he's to play for them. I, I, can under, I can understand the Stoke fans booing Arnautovic because he did say he was leaving Stoke to go to a much bigger club in West Ham. So I can understand but I mean, let's let's not mistake Stoke fans for one second. Oh, that's here. true, don't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's true, doing But I mean, like, this, this, these are Stoke fans that boo Aaron Ramsey for Ryan Shawcross breaking his leg. I mean, exactly. yeah, that's it. So that I mean, up, you know, I mean, that's about sums you lot up as fans. And good, I'm glad we beat you three 0 And I honestly, I hope you get relegated. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh, but you know, man. just to say my bit on this game, I think it was brilliant that Anatovic scored because I watched them when he missed, they were booing him. And mm. I remember I watched this woman's face, she was like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he scored, I was thinking, Let's see your face now. <laughs> you better have the same energy. <laughs> <laughs> they were going wild when they took him off, but he worked his socks off. He's now that Moyes is at the club, he's been a lot better player. This hey, is like a different player. player. That, yeah, the player mm. that you bought from Stoke. Not like oh, that piece of rubbish he had when, what's his name? <laughs> Bilic was there, but he's looking like a whole different player. It's a good, maybe a good thing Moyes has come, boy. Yeah, that's what I, was, I, was, I mean, I've, I said it already. I mean, he, he has, he's definitely changed the club. And if you look back when Bilic was in charge, there's no way, there is no way in the 80th minute we're we're pushing for more goals. We we were knackered by then already, and and <laughs> there's definitely a lot to be said for 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 Bilic's fitness regime in sort of the last couple of weeks. If you see the sort of performances the West Ham players are pulling out now, because they didn't have the legs, they never had the legs that they've got at the moment. And that yeah. uh, I mean, massive credit's got to go down to David Moyes. And like I said, long may it continue. Long may it continue. <laughs> And what I love about this result as well is with Crystal Palace winning and West Ham winning, I mean, it's really put the cats amongst the pigeon on just uh, to sum it up the bottom half of the table. <laughs> like it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? You've got the top six, you know, going for the title and Champions League spots. And then you've got two, three teams maximum that are sort of safe. And literally the rest of them, 11 teams. Yep. Yo, <laughs> we could have a survival <laughs> Sunday where like the whole half of the table can go down. <laughs> I would say that was excellent viewing, but I really don't want my team to be part. Exactly. <laughs> that that would be excellent oh, viewing for for the other half of the table. You know what I mean? Yep. If, if I supported a big, you know, Arsenal or something or Liverpool, whatever it is, you know, I would love to see that. You know, <laughs> ten I love potential it. I teams. Every year. <laughs> ten potential teams to go down because that's what it's looking like. It's looking like it's gonna be an absolute madness because no one's really well out of it you know Crystal Palace gave everyone else a seven seven game start <laughs> <And they've, laughs> you know what I mean they never, they've clawed, clawed back you've got Southampton not Southampton Swansea down there now mm. on 12 points but obviously they're playing tomorrow so they don't know what's going to happen there but yeah it's uh, very interesting very I mean interesting. the best things we could say for our two clubs could have is that hopefully we've had our slumps <laughs> do you That's know what I mean it. every team yeah. has a slump uh, hopefully yeah. we only have one there's not another <laughs> there's not another time in later on in, in late April mm. or something we go on another slump I wouldn't like to see that <laughs> but boy oh, <laughs> but I mean one one team that done their uh, survival hopes no no harms whatsoever was uh, Huddersfield this this weekend it's not really a team we mentioned too much other than Tom Ince who 
again, I mean, they scored four goals and he didn't score. So, again, what do you do? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> but we'll get to the positives for uh, Huddersfield. They, 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 were, they were a very good team. Team effort today. And they played well. But I think my problem with this result was Watford didn't really play too well. And they definitely weren't helped out by Mr. Cojones himself. Uh, <laughs> Troy Deeney because uh, the, it looks harsh the red card mm. but I think at the same time you've got to give that as a red card just for the standards that have already been set this season obviously we've seen inconsistency the earlier on but I think with this one it's one of them ones where you think okay I can see why you've sent him off do you know what I mean and if he doesn't get sent off do you then get on the referee's back for not sending him off for that sort of tackle but he shouldn't, didn't even have to make that type of tackle. No, that was it's a silly challenge. It was, it's a silly challenge. <laughs> He's trying to show coolness, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He deserved a red card for that challenge just for being silly enough to even try that challenge. If Even if it didn't connect, <laughs> he should have got a red card. Silly, just for how bad the challenge is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, they, they were already 2-0 down at that stage as well. And he is the club captain. So you definitely don't need your captain putting in that sort of performance anyway. You know, I'm sure Watford have had the most sendings off this season as well. You know what I mean? I mean, they need to clearly have a review of their discipline. But you, know I mean? you can't be having all these players getting sent off. <laughs> you know, like it's just a it's just a madness. I mean, that who got there's another player got sent off for Huddersfield, wasn't it? Yeah, Huddersfield yes. got a player sent off. Hog, as well. get through, yes, hog. hog, hog. But I think yeah. that one there, if you look at that, that one, that one was so harsh. I mean, the the first mm. the first challenge is 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 a booking, but the the second one. The second one that he does is mm. is he plays a blind pass. He doesn't even see the keeper, uh, the keeper, the the player running towards him. So he plays the ball, but this follow through hits the hits the player coming in. It's a very strange decision from the referee. Yeah. Very strange decision. Who the, I mean, the officials in this game had a nightmare anyway. To be honest with you, had an absolute nightmare because the first the first goal should have been ruled off offside anyway. Yeah, because I mean that was twice offside. I mean I don't know if the lino knows the rule, but the there's got to be one player behind the line. It doesn't matter if it's the keeper or a defender, you know. Mm. <laughs> he's he's nah, offside twice. He, they definitely had a nightmare in this game. They had a, they had a, a day off. Well, that Decore, another wonderful goal. He's having oh, his own little goal of the season oh, this, <laughs> for himself this year. Phenomenal <laughs> strike. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That, that, that make it strike as well. Ball, that make it strike nothing else to say about this game. I mean, I don't know what's going on in Watford, though, because... Well, I seem to I got something listen. else to say about this game before you go on. Holiday. Oh, yes. Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was about to say good up. We're how not moving on from this game just yet. I'll let I'll let you intro that. <laughs> I'll let you intro that, Sean. Yeah, Holobash, you got a little slap in the face. A little hit in the face. And you've got the ball, the ball's in your possession. You've decided to now drop down and hold your face for the referee that is not going <laughs> to stop the game. You've let the ball go to the opposition player. What's the player's name? What's the, the, the Porter. The Porter, yeah. yeah. All right, the Porter. He just run through and just leveled your goal. <laughs> <laughs> There's a way he's sitting there crying and stuff. You know, yeah, sitting there rolling around. I'm sure there was a cheek. tear coming rolling down his cheek as well, just for the little slap they he got on his face. Rolling down his face, mate. And <laughs> do you know what? The worst thing was there was no blood from your mouth anywhere on your face. That is absolutely <laughs> disgusting as a big grown man. And you see, for that, this is why you're going. You deserve. Yep. <laughs> the hell, mate. 
Clearly. <laughs> Clearly having a laugh. My days. Oh yeah, and after scoring that goal, the Corey gave away the penalty for the for the fourth one as well, just to <laughs> hero oh to villain. Balance it. <laughs> <laughs> Bal- balance it out. Balance it out. And it's 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 only fair, Sean, seeing as we've gone through our team's triumphs this weekend. We'll give you the we'll give you the floor for for your team's triumphs this weekend. How did you feel this four nil battering of Bournemouth went for for your team? Standard procedure. <laughs> Standard procedure. I mean, did you see Coutinho's goal? Oh, mate! Fantastic. Yeah, mate. He took on the Bournemouth team, and he just rifled it into the corner I was you like, can ah. you can you can certainly see why uh barcelona are interested nah, in i don't him. care about barcelona right now <laughs> don't care about barcelona <laughs> no, no, we're not chatting about that right now <laughs> anyway and even lovren you know i sleep lovren all the time yep. but for me you've done well to keep the ball in because the ball was going out from when yard was flicking flick flick over to the back post and lovren Dive low, diving header. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, he's got his goal. Good lad. Right. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure the Premier League is listening to this podcast today. Because as soon as we diss one of our players, yeah. <laughs> they come out and yeah. do something the next week. You know? good. <laughs> yeah. And another player I felt sorry for was Charlie Daniels. He had the joy of trying to stop Starla. He ripped him a new one. <laughs> turned him inside out well. and then he tried to shimmer it over to his pal but nope Kosala still curled that into the bottom corner <laughs> and yeah Coutinho crossed in for Firmino and he flicks that beyond Begovic that was a good goal I like that one yeah yeah, yeah it's standard procedure mate they should have had more should have had more I mean Defoe had one opportunity I had my Hot in my mouth, but Oof. Oh, just before half time, in it, yeah, because you know what? Goals. You see, just before watching this game, I was watching like the um, they showed the previous game oh, of last three. year's, yeah, the 4 3. And I, I thought, no, don't let these look at one now because <laughs> if this happens to me again today, I ain't gonna be best at please, <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't, so I was happy. I think for 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 me, I'll I'll take it back to the the third goal, the the, the Salah goal, and this this is going to be the reason. I mean, let's get it out there now, Eddie. How you're going to get this L, and I'll explain why. <laughs> and one of the main reasons for me is is once again, I mean, we're not the biggest fan of yours on this podcast anyway, which is is clear to see. But you got Salah; he's the leading top goal scorer in the Premier League, and for for whatever reason, your naivety. In defending is just annoying. How could how could you not <laughs> ask your winger to double up with Daniels? I mean, I don't know who the winger was on the left hand side, but surely, surely you you was better off bringing him back to to just watch Salah because the amount of times Salah roasted Daniels was just incredible, yeah. incredible. And then to push your backline up so high against again Salah is just. Naivety, <laughs> naivety, and for that reason and that reason alone, you're gonna get this week's L, and I'm sure there's plenty more L's coming your way this season. Um, I'm pretty sure there's plenty more. Yeah. I mean, to, to some, to some, this this man is a manager. I mean, you know, Pep Guardiola is Adidas. This brother is two, two stripe Adidas. I'm telling you, man, he's just <laughs> some bootleg Pep Guardiola. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, hold this L, mate. One 
pathetic loser. Indeed. And one other thing, I think Oxley Chamberlain's coming along well as well. Because like yeah, I said, a good game, yeah, good, very good game. I've watched him the last couple of games, and you know what? The crossing is getting to be, it's starting to get on point. Because even you see when we signed him, I remember the Arsenal fans. You play thirty-five million for a man that can't even cross a ball. Yeah, look now, in it. Oh, they played fifty million for a man that don't play. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> But I mean, the the thing I like about Oxford, I don't know if you saw his interview afterwards as well, when he got given the Man of the Match award, he's almost embarrassed to pick up that Man <laughs> of the Match award. He's like, are you, are you sure you're standing next to Coutinho? Like, are you, I mean, he's probably the better man in this match. He scored a goal, assisted one. But I don't know. I think that was Alan Smith more than anybody giving that to Ox. But uh, yeah, he, he definitely had a probably his uh, best performance in a Liverpool shirt, that's for sure. Yeah, he's working hard, he's tackling, he's doing it all, doing it all. The only thing he missed was a goal. I mean, there was one where he ran, he slid in, took the ball off the player, charged through and goal, and he's just sort of rifled it, but he's hit the post. But I think there's more to come from him. I'm, I'm happy with that signing. Definitely. Clock. Definitely. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So what, what about this? What about this other game today? Then we'll, we'll touch on a on a on a quick Man United vibe here, and uh, two two one in the end. I mean, first half they were pretty comfortable. Second half, who would have thought it? Alan Pardew brings on the game changer of Gareth Barry, and it, 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 he does just that. He does change the game because for some reason West Brom were able to keep the ball a little bit more, offer a little bit more, and it was in fact Gareth Barry that that made the last ten minutes of this match. Very interesting, very, very interesting. And uh, besides from uh, De Gea probably clawing at something that he had no right to get back to after he dropped it, there wasn't really too much else to to go on nah, about. There, there wasn't, there wasn't, well, I'm pretty sure our usual correspondent will disagree, but, you know, <laughs> there, was, yeah. there wasn't anything here that to excite me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a team that's, Sort of scraping, now scraping through results after this uh, derby defeat. You know, a moody manager who is even more moody these days, you oh. know. And I think I think that's kind of seeping into the whole squad now because now we've got, you know, Mr. Don't Want to Celebrate Nothing, Lukaku. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Scoring goals and not celebrating. I think there's just, there's just a very sort moody of... Moody bunch. Moody atmosphere, just a bad at- atmosphere at United at the moment, you know. And uh, I don't know what's, what that would take to, uh, to change that, but, you know, once again... You know, they just scraped through a result and uh, I'm sure Mourinho was moaning about something after the game as well. As <laughs> <laughs> Would not surprise me in the slightest. Sean, you got anything to add about that and to this game? Nah, it should have descended 2-2 really. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, West Brom were, were unlucky. Were, were unlucky not to snatch at the end with the game changer, Gareth Barry. But could you, you touched on something there where it's a bit moody at Old Trafford at the moment. Another place where it just seems a bit moody, a bit off, is uh, Stamford Bridge and Conte. And you've got this uh, David Luiz thing hanging over your head now as well with him saying he's off to Juve in, in January, which you can obviously see he's out the team at the moment. Doesn't look like he's ever going to force his way back in. They've obviously fallen out in a big way. Yeah. But in, in this week, Dave, I mean, they scraped by 1-0. It's a victory. It's three points on the board. Um 
I thought Willian was was very good, but the the goal itself, <laughs> it usually is when Chelsea are playing terrible. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he just comes to the fore when everyone else just doesn't bother. I mean, when that season where they finished well outside the top 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 uh, four, he was by far and away their their best player. But yeah. the 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 goal in this game, I mean, Forster, I mean, it's your job as a goalkeeper to set up a wall, and if you set up a wall where the free kick taker can see the inside of the post. You set the rule up wrong, mate. Schoolboy. Schoolboy. <laughs> that, that is terrible. And then to not even be looking at the ball when Alonso's striking it is a strike two for schoolboy error, which is, again, why you, why you don't get there. And other than that, other than that, he played really well. So it's very hard for me to criticise him. He made like seven brilliant saves in that game. But that, that cost your team the, the game and gave Chelsea three points. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I ain't got nothing to say. Sorry, it's it's hard for me to not sum up everything in in this game. Very, very, very boring game. Boring team. Uh, Yeah, move on. (laughs) I mean, another boring one. Well, yeah, exactly. This is this is this is the problem we've got this week. I mean, I'm going to move on to the the Gunners. Other than other than Özil's spot of brilliance with the goal anything else of any interest whatsoever in this game no nope. nope. exactly <laughs> nothing you know I Newcastle mean, you know might feel a bit unlucky to not come out maybe with a draw I don't think Arsenal you know they've played better and lost this season but um, yeah <laughs> other than Newcastle their situation is looking a bit bleak right now but long may it continue I'm a Crystal Palace fan mate. yes I'm even <laughs> doing that <laughs> and another team I was happy not to see pick up the win and our last game is uh Brighton versus Burnley, which is nil-nil. I didn't watch yeah. it, so I can't say anything covered in it. It was a nil-nil draw. And uh, yeah. I'm just happy Brighton never won because they're down That's the bottom near, near West Ham. Yeah, hopefully, you know, it'd have been better if Burnley won, you know, just to... Don't give kick. them nothing, basically. Yeah, to, mm. get to, to give Brighton nil poir. But um, yeah, <laughs> them not winning is good. We're now one point behind them, you know, and uh, hopefully... The situation in the table gets rectified next week between us and them. Speaking of next week, I've got that. <laughs> yeah, man. Speaking of next week, let's get to the let's get to the bread and butter, the big predictions for obviously the Christmas weekend. Yes, and we've got Friday night football here, boy. Oof. Oh, hmm. Arsenal versus Liverpool. I got Liverpool for a three-one victory. Liverpool three-two. Free all draw. We got Everton versus Chelsea. I got Everton for a one nil victory. Nil nil. One one. We got Brighton versus Watford. I got Watford for a two nil victory. Watford four nil. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got this down unfortunately as a as a nil nil draw. Alright, we've got Man City versus Bournemouth, seven nil. Man City. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just in case he was thinking yeah. uh, Man City 3-0 Man City 5-0 Southampton versus Huddersfield I got this done as a 1-1 1-1 Another 0-0 <laughs> Stoke versus West Brom I got this as a 1-0 victory to Stoke I would rather prefer a 1-1 draw here. <laughs> I'm going to give Pards his first win. West Brom 1-0. Yeah, 
Swansea versus Crystal Palace. I got Palace for oh, a yeah. 3-1 victory. Come on, Cristiano Zaha, let's do this. 4-1 Palace. I'd love a draw, but definitely you can <laughs> see Palace uh, picking up a 2-0 victory quite easily. West Ham versus Newcastle. 3-0 to West Ham. 1-0 West Ham. Haven't won back-to-back Premier League games in over two years, lads. But 3-0 to West Ham. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Burnley oh. versus Spurs. I got Burnley for a cheeky 1-0. Burnley 2-1. You know I've got it down for a Burnley 1-0 victory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we've got Leicester versus Man United. Ooh. I got Leicester for a 3-1 victory. <laughs> yeah. Let the grumpiness continue. Leicester 2-1. <laughs> Season of goodwill and everything. Leicester 1-0. Sorry, Abbas. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> He's now screaming at his iPhone. <laughs> That's well, it. There you have it. More predictions, more money coming your way. You guys should give us 10% commission. When you're gambling when responsibly anyway. <laughs> when you lose, don't, don't ask us for nothing. Mate. Oh, <laughs> That's why we say gamble responsibly. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> oh, my days. Oh, my days. Well, as I always say, if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, make sure you are subscribed or leave a rating on iTunes and SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that stuff. Catch us on Twitter, E2E Football Pod, Instagram, E2E Football Pod, Facebook, End to End Football Podcast, and uh, YouTube, End to End Football Podcast. We'll see you again next week. Later. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>